And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, man, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll rocket off into distant space on a sci-fi adventure of Dimension X from 1950. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from popular songs and provide a statement about each song, and I'll try to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. And a pizza is on the uh, is on the line. Oh, boy. So that's, I love pizza. I do, too. So that's uh, big steaks for us. Yeah, I know. So No, it's I, not steak. It's pizza. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Hang on. You're a little slow to the button there. Darn. <laughs> Your arm has to Darn. go all the way to the There's left. There's a lot of buttons here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I've got a couple of great songs, and I'm going to play the first one for you right now. Okay. Courage, don't you dare. This is Celine Dion, and her song is? is called Courage. Never heard this song. Okay. Okay. All right. Celine Dion sang her song Courage at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics opening ceremony. Real or ridiculous? Ridiculous. 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 Let's play. If I feel it and believe it, it'll be. Right. Is it ridiculous? It's ridiculous. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't lose. She's saying this song, which is called The Power of the Dream. Feel the flame forever. There it is. The pressure's off. The pressure's off. I can't lose a pizza. But you can. Oh, I'm you not can. losing. <laughs> I'm not losing. Have you heard this song? No. Power of the Dream? Well, no. this was her opening ceremony song. All right. All right. So far, not good. I like it. Here's the next song. I'm going to just, I'm going to put every gusto into it. Whatever I say, give you a lot of gusto. <laughs> this is Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. Steelers. <laughs> Bounce to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. All right. Here's your statement. Okay. Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel was used in the 2003 movie Kill Bill. 
real or ridiculous? Well, it was used in a Quentin Tarantino movie, but it was not Kill Bill. It was um, Reservoir Dogs. Let's play it. Jerry Rafferty was a duo known as Steelers Wheel when they recorded this Dylan-esque pop. This would be the 1992 movie Reservoir Dogs. Yes, I know. Because I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan. I know you are. So I got that one right, too. This was such a violent yeah, scene very that I had violent. to turn it off. And yeah. I literally put my hand over the you screen. Know, you know, I actually felt a little sick when I watched this scene. I, it was sick. Yeah. It was very this is sick. really... It was very sick. I mean, this is a, the movie's very bloody. Yeah, I, not yeah. for me. I couldn't anyway, watch it. Michael uh, Madsen is the, the guy doing all the couldn't stuff. Do, couldn't this. do it. All right, well, anyway. All right. Anyways, right, here's the next song. Oh, man, I'm on a roll. I'm like butter. I'm on a roll. This is Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood. I'm bad to the bone. Oh, I know. <clears throat> Me alone. And I was bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. You ready? Right. Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood was used in the 1991 movie Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh. Real or ridiculous? Mm. I know it was used in... It was definitely used in a Terminator movie. There was a lot of Terminator movies, though. So I'm to just going to say ridiculous because it was in it was in a Terminator movie I just don't know which one alright let's play it can't let you take the man's wheel son now get off before I put you down this would be Terminator 2 Judgment Day so it's real <laughs> it's real yes it's, it was used in movie Terminator oh, 2 Judgment God. you got so excited this one is real uh, so this I got it a, wrong? You got it wrong. Oh, This man. is really, it was used in the movie Terminator <sighs> Darn. 2. Darn. I mean, I knew it was in a Terminator. Right, and it was in this one. Darn. Darn, 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 darn. 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 Who used to say that, remember? Darn, 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 darn. Who used to say that? Do you know? I don't know who you're referring to. It was uh, Herman Munster. Darn, oh, darn, that's right. Darn, darn, yes, darn. I didn't know from the way you were saying yeah. it, but now that you mentioned it, oh, yes, man. absolutely. I actually hope I get this next one wrong. Okay. Because because if I get three right and I did, I would be just all right. Let's try myself. to get this wrong. All right. Here's the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is "Walking on Sunshine" by Katrina and the Waves. Walking on sunshine. Walking on sunshine. Us walking on sunshine. All right. <laughs> All right, here's your statement. Yeah. Uh, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves was used in the 2003 movie Cheaper by the Dozen. Real. Oh, let's listen to the clip and see. What's that, Lisa? You know, you shouldn't do that here in the studio. You should go in the, in the ladies' Sorry, room. Sorry, I can hold it, Carl. Go um, in the ladies' room. Sorry, but I, I'm flying high here because that is ridiculous. It's Daddy Daycare. Oh, Daddy Not Daycare. Not cheaper by the dozen. All so, right, so two and two. All right. Who so used to that. say that, Carl? We'll be back two in two and, and two. two. Um, two and two. We'll be back that, in two and two. 
Was that Johnny Carson? No, I think that was Chuck Woolery. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it was one of the game shows. Right. But, all right. Well, all right. You got two uh, out of four. That's all right. You it's still, 50, owe 50. A, still owe me a pizza. Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Carl. When we come back, it's Dimension X. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Don't forget, join the Classic Radio Club. Be a member of the club. Get all kinds of great classic radio shows on CDs with um, booklets that uh, detail every show that is written by me and Carl Shadow. And uh, learn all about the Classic Radio Club by going to ClassicRadioClub.com or calling and speaking to a live operator who will answer all of your questions about the club, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. The club uh, helps support the show. We really appreciate all of our members and uh, get some great classic radio shows by supporting the program, ClassicRadioClub.com. And don't forget, Lisa and I are the hosts of a podcast called Radio Rarities. It's really cool. we got about 30 of them out there already. We release one a week, and you can go anywhere podcasts are heard, iHeart, Acast, Spotify, Google, Apple, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Radio Rarities. We take a very rare radio show. Maybe it's an audition show or a blooper program or a special guest star on that program, whatever the case may be. And Lisa and I break it all down, explain all of the history, play the show, and it's all written by Carl Shadow, who is an expert on these programs, and it's really informative, really, really informative. Mike does a tremendous job at producing the show, and Lisa, you're eh, you're pretty, eh, you're okay. Yeah, Yeah. well, the bar's low. You know, you're all right. I work with you. You're pretty good on it. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, we release one a week, and it's available everywhere, free. You can listen to it free. We want you to listen. Tune it in. Check it out. No cost at all. It's absolutely free. It's like air. Air is free mostly, most of the time. Right? Um, when is it not? I don't know. All right, Dimension X. This was a cool radio show, boy. This was really, it was the first kind of adult science fiction show on radio. There was a lot of juvenile, you know, sci-fi shows like Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon, stuff like that. But then in 1950, this program came to NBC and they used all the great sci-fi writers, Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov, Frederick Brown, Robert Heinlein, Isaac Asimov. It was really, did I say that twice? I said it twice. You did. All right, well, you know, uh, it's getting late. It was doubly. It's getting late. He was doubly. But he was good. Right. So uh, anyway, all of the popular writers of the day writing sci-fi, and then the voice of Juan Valdez, you know, the uh, fictional coffee grower in the Columbia? Of course. uh, Coffee TV commercials. His name, Norman Rose, he was the host of the show. And uh, I got to tell you, this was, it was a well-done series. And I like my steak medium well, but medium well, medium, medium rare, this was well done. Oh. So uh, anyway, this uh, particular episode is called A Logic Named Joe. July 1st, 1950, 
Here's part one of Dimension X. Adventures in time and space told in future tense. Dimension X. To all our listeners, a brief forward before tonight's adventure in the world of the future. Beginning next week, Dimension X moves to a new time on Friday evenings instead of Saturdays. In the Eastern Time Zone, it will be heard at 9 o'clock Friday's Eastern Daylight Saving Time. In other zones, please consult your local newspapers to learn the new time of the program. Tonight's venture into the world of tomorrow. A most unusual story about a logic named Joe and a man named Frank. And of how he saved civilization. It was on the third day of August that Joe came off the assembly line. On the fourth, Lorene came into town. And that afternoon, I saved civilization. Lorene's a blonde I was crazy about once. And Joe is a new 1940-74 model logic that I got stored away down in a cellar. And how do I save civilization? I save it by keeping Joe down in a cellar. Sometimes You are listening now Joe to a voice from the future. The voice of Frank Caldwell, head serviceman for the Logics Corporation, makers of... The machine that does everything for you. <laughs> well, nearly everything, anyway. In the year we speak of, 1974, the electronic logic sets were working so well that life was soft indeed for repairman Frank Caldwell. That is, until that fatal day of August the 3rd, when suddenly the logics began doing everything for their users and doing it too well. Hi, boss. What's the matter? Somebody put you through a ringer? Uh, Frank, you busy right now? No, there haven't been any service calls all day. Fine, there's a customer outside. Go take care of him, will you? Me? I'm a maintenance man. I know, but there are no salesmen around this minute. This guy wants to have our machines explained to him. Explained? Yeah. Everybody in the world knows about logics. Where's he been, on Mars? Just moved up from the backwoods someplace. Why don't you explain him? I, I don't feel too well. Yeah? You're okay about a half an hour ago. Look, you the boss here am I? Go on out there, okay, will you? Okay, okay. Good morning. My name's Caldwell. Can I help you? Oh, uh, thank you, Mr. Caldwell. My name's Kalanovich. Uh, this is my little boy, Freddy. Hiya, Freddy. Hiya, jerk. Oh, Freddy. <laughs> got well, you, you, didn't I? <laughs> fine kid you got there. Freddy, how many times I got to tell you not to kick people in the shins? <laughs> Excuse it, please, Mr. Caldwell. Sure, He's... sure, just a kid. I got yeah. a knife home. Can cut you in little pieces. Freddy... We, we'd like to buy a logic, Mr. Caldwell. The gentleman we spoke to first said he had to leave in a hurry. Oh, he did, huh? Well, I understand you're not acquainted with logics, Mr. Kurlanovich. Yeah, that's right. We just moved to the city. My wife, she saw that everybody else had a logic, and you know how women are. You bet, you bet. Well, you can't get along without a logic in this day and age, Mr. Kurlanovich. Look it, I got a snake. Want to see Will it? you shut up that... Um... Yeah, now, about the logic. Yeah. Here, I'll plug one in here. There, now. You see, the logic looks kind of like an old-fashioned television set. 
Only it's got keys instead of dials. Hmm. Now, if you want to talk to a friend, yeah. you just punch the number of his logic. Huh. Like making an old-fashioned phone call. Except you not only hear him, but you see him, too, on this viewing screen here. Now, of course, that's not the important feature of these things. Oh? Now, uh, suppose you want to ask a question. Uh, a question? Like, uh, what to take for a sore throat? Or who won the American League pennant in 1911? You just turn on the logic. Then you punch the question key, and you ask, like this. Who was the first president of the United States? George Washington. You see? I already knew that. Well, that was just a sample. Oh. Well, I got a little store. Will it keep books for me? It'll keep your books, record your contracts, serve as a filing system, and check up on what happened to your lawyer's last client. Anything. Oh, say, they're really something, these things. 10,000 services and information sources in one. Read our advertising. Well, what I want to know, Mr. Caldwell, how do these logics work? You saw that big building across the street? Sure. Well, that's one of the relay tanks. Now, there are a dozen of them around the country, all hooked up together. And there's a data plate in one of those tanks for every fact in creation. You mean those relays know everything? If there's something they don't know, the technicians are busy making a relay plate play for it right now. The logic integrates the facts in the tank and gives you the answers. Hey, you. Can I ask this thing how to make dart poison? How to make what? Dart poison, like in Africa. I could shoot the darts from my pea shooter. Oh, well, maybe... I think maybe we better not get one of these things. Well, that's okay, Mr. Kalanovich. The logic won't tell you about no dart poison, see? I bet it will. I'm gonna try it. Hey, how do you make dart poison? Public policy forbids this service. Uh, what'd it do that for? On account of some little brat, on account of some children might ask things that ain't good for them. Listen, I don't like this here one. I want that one over there. They're all alike, kid. I want that one. If I can't have that one, I'm gonna hold my breath till I'm dead. Well, I got lots of time. It's no use, Mr. Caldwell. You might as well give him the one he wants. But, kid, they're so much alike. Even I can't tell him apart. I can, and I want Joe. Joe? Who's Joe? Oh, I guess he means the logic, Mr. Caldwell. He has to think up a name to call everything. You should hear the names he calls me. Not till I'm 21, I promised mother. Okay, so we call him Joe. But what makes you think Joe's any different from the rest? He looks different somehow. Don't be silly, them things are all alike. The one ten-thousandth of an inch. Just the same. I'll bet he'll teach me how to make dart poison. Okay, then. Come on, Joe. So he keeps yelling, I want that one, I want that one I'm going to call him Joe Mike, I could have wrung his neck I could have How taken that How many cards, little... Charlie? I pass I'll draw two Well, what a holy terror He had his father scared to death Too bad that kid ain't mine I'd show him quick enough who was boss in the family <laughs> Holy smoke uh, What's the matter? Sorry, fellas. Got to hold up the hand a minute. What? I just remembered. Got to call my wife. Oh, let her wait a minute. Yes, yeah, sure. You ever met my wife? Yeah, I did. Don't let her see the card game or she'll be down here with a hatchet. You tell her me. <laughs> hey, what's the matter with this thing? You ain't getting my house. Announcing new and improved logic service. Your logic is now equipped to give not only consultive, but directive advice. If you want to do something and don't know how to do it, Ask your logic. Well, what do you know about that? that? Oh, it's just somebody trying to pull a gag. Yeah. Didn't sound like a gag to me. Maybe the boss decided to add a new logic service. No. Boss knows better than to start anything like that. Why, look. The minute the system starts giving advice, 
Some joker like you is going to be asking questions like, how can I get rid of my wife? Yeah, but you heard what the logic just nah, said. Nah, the sensor circuits will block the question. You don't believe me? Go on, try it. <laughs> okay. Anything for a laugh. Okay, logic, I got a question for you. How do I get rid of my wife? Service question. Is your wife blonde or brunette? <laughs> Do you guys see that? She's a blonde. Hexacrylaminidine is a constituent of green shoe polish. Take home a frozen meal containing pea soup. Color the soup with green shoe polish. This poison is fatal to blonde females only. This fact has not been brought out by human experiment, but is a product of logic's service. You cannot be convicted of murder. It is improbable that you will be suspected. The saints preserve us. It's bound to be right. These things can't make a mistake. Oh, Mike, don't stand there. Turn that thing off and check the sensor circuits. Wait, we can't get to them. They're all sealed up. It's supposed to be impossible for them to go out of order. Well, they're out of order now. And I got a feeling some awful things are going to happen. Very interesting episode of Dimension X. A logic named Joe. You have a question? Just ask your logic, Lisa. And the <laughs> it's like now you have bots. But well, back then, they right. had logics. Right. Now you have bots. You can ask bots questions. I was questions. just introducing uh, Carl at ChatGPT. I don't know if you know about that. No, I never heard of it. I don't believe in those things. <laughs> I don't even believe in apps. I don't think they're real. No, they're I think, not. They're... I think apps are not real. No, they're fake. Yeah. yeah they're all... That's my opinion. And I, you know, hey, I'm listen. Stick with it. I am. More of Dimension X after this. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co host in total you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month become a classic radio club member at classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator log on to classicradioclub.com or call 815-900-7535 that's 815-900-7535 Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. This series, Dimension X, was very cool because, you know, you had all these great sci-fi stories. And then later, it was revived as X-1. Like four or five years later, there was a new series. And uh, on Dimension X, I think they did about 50 episodes. Where on X-1, they did like 100 plus. So it was on a lot longer. Before we get back to Dimension X, I do want to remind all of our listeners and uh, our caller earlier, Charlie, mentioned that, you know, some of our radio stations, we're on a lot, almost 200 radio stations, they don't all carry the full five-hour show, which is uh, a bummer. We wish they all did, but it's a, this is a syndicated show. We do five hours a week, and uh, stations sometimes carry three hours, some carry two hours, some carry four hours. 
Um, some do carry the full five hours. We appreciate that. But if you uh, do not carry the full five hours on your station in your area and you want to hear the full five-hour show, the best way to do that is sign up for our podcast. We will literally send you the full five-hour show each week right to your email. Every Monday, you'll get the show that we did live on the weekend. And we also add the Radio Rarities podcast to it, so you get our full five-hour Hollywood 360 show plus Radio Rarities and it's only, it covers, just covers, uh, we ask you cover our costs. It's $1.50 a week. That's what it costs us to put it up there on the, on the, um, on the bandwidth, for the bandwidth, and to have MailChimp send it to you and prepare it and all that. So we're just asking cover our costs. It's a buck fifty a week. We charge your card five ninety nine a month. That's all it is. And um, you will get it every week sent right to your email perfect sound quality. Links never expire. You don't have to listen to them that week. You can listen to them whenever you want. It's really easy. It's super convenient, and it's really inexpensive. So just go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, hollywood360radio.com, or call our toll-free, it's actually not a toll-free number, but it's an 815 number, 815-900-7535. Speak to a live operator, and she'll sign you up, or he will sign you up. 815-900-7535. If an operator does not answer, leave your number and your name, and someone will call you back and answer any questions or sign you up for the podcast. 815-900-7535. All right, back now to a logic named Joe on Dimension X. Boss, we gotta do something The logics have gone nuts Relax, the thing gave a goofy answer once Maybe it was a joke Who ever heard of a logic making a joke? Well, it was an accident Forget it, it won't happen again What makes you so sure people are gonna be trying it? Now look, supposing I wanted to get rid of you, for instance You don't? How would you collect your pay? Yeah, but supposing I'm gonna try it and see what the logic says you want to do something and don't know how, ask your logic. How do I bump off my boss? Huh? A male, ball-headed, 45. Service question. Is he fat or thin? Holy mackerel. Fat. Make some chocolate ice cream containing powdered charcoal in place of half the chocolate. Use Hotso brand charcoal. Hotso contains an ingredient fatal only to fat, ball-headed males. This fact is a product of logic's service. You hear what it said? If this keeps up, we'll have to shut down the company. You kidding? We can't shut down the company, and you know it. Logics do all the computing, bookkeeping, filing, and recording of contracts for every business in the country. They handle all television programs, personal calls, weather forecasts, employment notices. I know that, but... Wake up. If we shut down the logics, we go back to a civilization we've forgotten how to run. Yeah, but the... Point is, boss, they're now giving out information on murder and no telling what else. Well, we'll just have to find out why and fix it. Meantime, there's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about? Of course not. You've asked these questions for a gag. Nobody's going to ask them seriously. What you need is a little faith in human nature. Oh, excuse me, it's probably the wife. Person-to-person video call. Go ahead. Cyrus, dear? 
How do you feel? Why, just fine, sweetheart. I just called to tell you, Cyrus, I want you to be sure and get home on time for dinner. Yeah, why? Because I've got a surprise for you, dear, your favorite dessert. Dessert? What kind? Homemade chocolate ice cream. The flavor is heavenly, Cyrus. When you taste it, you'll just die. <laughs> Cyrus, what's wrong? Why don't you answer me? Cyrus! Chocolate ice cream, huh? This... This can't be happening. Agnes wouldn't... What? Why, this is dangerous. Have a little faith in human nature, huh? Well, well, you're the head of the maintenance crew. I'll give you 24 hours to fix these logics or you're fired. Now, look, boss, Get I... me the police. Get me an extra maintenance crew. Get me a doctor. You. Me? Get moving. Where? Anywhere. Find out what the logics are up to. And see that you find out before the logics do. Bartender. Hey, bartender, give me a double. Coming up. What's the matter, pal? You had a bad day? Go away, will you? Oh, listen, pal, you gotta listen. I got trouble. Hey, bartender, will you get this bar fly off me? For Pete's sake, I'm tired. On your way, you... No, don't say that. I got troubles. How am I gonna keep my wife from finding out I had a couple of little drinks? How am I gonna do that, huh? Look, mister, it's a hot day. I've been driving a car around and see. Yeah. I've been trying to keep a bank president from having apoplexy on account of his logic told him how to rob his own bank. I've been tripping over a dead body so artistically croaked that nobody's ever going to find out who done it. And all you got on your mind is... How am I going to keep my wife from finding out I had a couple of little drinks? Uh, how? Go ask a logic. A logic? My pal, that's a wonderful idea. Where's the logic? Huh? Right Where's behind you. Logic? Here's a nickel. Oh, give me a nickel. Give me a nickel. Yeah. Oh, this I got to hear. This yeah, is going to be good. Yeah. Now, come on, logical pal, 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 be nice. How does a guy keep his wife from finding out he's had a couple of little drinks? Answer me that, how? <laughs> Buy a bottle of Franine hair shampoo. It is harmless, but contains an ingredient which instantly neutralizes alcohol. One teaspoonful for each jigger you've consumed. Oh, boy, I gotta buy a bottle of Franine. I gotta buy a bottle of Franine. What was that again? Supposing it's right, she'll never remember it as far as the drugstore. I think there's a bottle in the back room. Somebody left it. Oh, my pal, there's no more troubles. Show me the way to go home. <laughs> I got a picture of him back there drinking that shampoo. Give me another double. I don't know what's worse, to be as low as you or as high as him. All right, where is he? Oh, I know he's here. Where is that mom? Huh? Who you want, lady? My husband. I know he's here. Now, where is he? That's no good, Lose. I'll show him. Thinks he can come staggering home again, does he? Well, I'll teach him. Poor guy. Oh, my dear, what a surprise to see you here. Archibald. Yes, my love? You're not... Sober? Well, of course, my love, I'm sober as a judge. Then what are you doing in this saloon? Well, merely conducting a little research, my dear. Research... Your suspicion wounds me deeply, my love. Let me tell you, my dear, that I've been conducting a research project that is going to make us a fortune. I'm about to patent Sober, the drink that makes happy homes. I'm Caldwell from the Logics Company, Sergeant. I just stopped. Logic company. Listen, Caldwell, you people get those blasted machines under control or we'll have you all behind bars. Now look, Sergeant. No, you look. At this blotter. Blank. 
The greatest crime wave in history, and we can't even make an arrest. They're all perfect crimes. Well, we're doing our best to find it's out. It's not huh? good enough. If you can't find out anything, shut down the company. Well, the police department will. We know there's some big gang back of this. Hey, maybe you know something about it, Caldwell. Now, look, nobody's back of it. The logics run themselves. They pick their own circuits automatically. You, you mean that they're doing this all by themselves? Sure. We always thought they could do more things than we knew about. I think they're just trying to be helpful, that's all. Oh, that's all, is it? Well, you'd, you'd better make them cut out the tricks, including this new one, this new business they're up to now. What new business? It just started an hour ago. Every time you turn on a logic, it asks you your name and then spills out the whole history of your life. Huh? I haven't heard about that. What's it do that for? You tell me. Go on, try it. Okay. What is your name? Huh. How do you like that? I'm Frank Caldwell. Frank Caldwell. Were you ever called Ducky? Oh, Ducky. Lay off, will you? Uh, what if I was? It's been years. Ducky, there is a video call for you. Hiya, Ducky. Holy what, what cats. What's that? Lorraine. Ducky, darling, how marvelous. Look at that blonde. It's Lorraine. Where are you? Oh, silly, I'm in my hotel room. Say, how do you like my uh, play suit? Well, uh... I just got into town. Oh, Ducky, wasn't it smart of the logic to find you? Uh, logic? Find me? I asked it how to find you, Ducky. You must have an unlisted number, darling. You're not in the directory. Uh, yeah. Well, how have you been, Lorraine, uh, since I saw you last? I, uh, heard you got married. That's right. Ducky, you won't believe me, I know, but I've had four husbands. But I've never loved anybody as much as I loved you. You've divorced four husbands? Uh, three. The last one died uh, unexpectedly. Who unexpected it? He did. But the jury acquitted me, Ducky. They knew it was just a little old accident. So now I'm free again, and we've just got lots of things to talk over. But, Lorraine... You come right over here, Ducky, instantly. Well, I'm working. Uh, uh, I'll call you back. Oh, I'm so lonesome. Please make it quick, Ducky. Have you ever thought of me? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Plenty. Aren't you sweet? Here's a kiss. Mm. That'll just have to last till you get here, but hurry, please. Oh, my back. What am I going to do? Do like you were telling me a while ago. Huh? Calm yourself, ducky. You call on a logic for you, Frank, your wife. Oh, thanks, Mike. Hi, Gert. Frank. I've been trying to get you for an hour. Where have you been? Well, I've been out making calls, honey, trying to find out what ails these logics. Well, you better find out in a hurry or there's going to be trouble. That, 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 that thing told me my address, how much I owe every store, and how much you make a week. And all about the time we had that fight and I went home to Mother. Well, Gert, I don't think they're doing that anymore. I think that was just temporary. Well, in the meantime, it's told everybody in the neighborhood all about me. Hm. I punched Mrs. Hudson's name. She's been married three times, and she's had Mr. Hudson arrested twice for non-support and once for beating her up. It'll tell anybody anything. Yeah, but I tell you, Gert... Frank, you stop these things or I'm going to leave you. Gert, you don't mean that. I do. If you can't figure out how to keep our private lives out of every logic in town, then I'm through. And that's it. Hey, 
Hey, boss, you got to put more men on the job or something. We got to lick these logics. My wife's going to leave me if we don't. You're also going to be looking for a job if we don't. Well, I don't care about the job, but listen. You listen. The logics are giving out information on high explosives, the fine points of murder, and legal loopholes that'll beat any charge from hijacking to high treason. Yeah, but my wife... And about six guys have thought of asking how to switch bank credits so they can corner all the cash in the country. Now, quit bothering me. Get over at the tank and help Mike try to block off some of those circuits. I can't even budge any of these really plates. Uh, me neither. Isn't there any way we can disconnect them? There is not. They weren't built to be disconnected. Mike, what are we going to do? I'm thinking of slitting my throat. When they were giving out all the information on everybody, my wife got the lowdown on a certain plan. I got nothing left to live for. Come Why did you have to remind me? You got one? My only hope is I ain't got her. Uh, see who that's for. Hi, Ducky Darling. Oh, Lorene, not again. Ducky Darling, I'm lonesome. Why haven't you come over? Well, uh, I, I've been busy. Oh, do you remember how much in love we used to be? Yeah. yeah. I, I was so mean to you. <laughs> Ducky, let's get married tonight. Oh, gosh, Lorraine, I, I... I. Right away, Ducky. Look, I got married. Oh, you poor darling, you poor darling. Ducky, well, we'll just have to get you out of there. No, no. Now, look, Lorraine. Darling, I'll just call up your wife and have a little talk with her. Look, please, now, it's, it's nice of you to think of me and all that. You just but give I... me your address and your logic number, darling. Yeah, I, uh, ain't got one. Ah, oh, you just don't want to tell me. <laughs> You're biasful. Never mind, darling. The logic will tell me. Lorraine! Lorraine! Oh, I gotta call good. Frank, will you get away from that thing and give me a hand? Yeah, Mike, in a minute. I, I gotta call my wife. I, we gotta get out of town. Ah, oh, I punched the wrong key. Frank, I told you to help Mike. Yeah, boss, I am, I am, but I just gotta make this call. Call? What do I care about your call? The president's getting ready to close down the company and declare martial law. Now, for the love of heaven, do something. Yeah, boss, I will, I will. I just gotta make this call. Attention. To assist in solving a special problem of logic service, kindly give the following information if possible. Where does Frank Caldwell live? Oh, she got me. I'm through. Look, Gert, there is no blonde. Frank Caldwell, I told you I was leaving you. Leave me later, will you? Right now, pack yourself up and the kids. we got to get out of here. What is all this? Are the cops after you or something? Yeah, 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 that's it, the cops. Come on, get moving, will you? Hey, get away from that lodge. Yeah, but don't you think we ought to hear the police calls? 27 and car 31 detailed to round up all employees of the Logics Company. Use caution. They are suspected of sedition. Holy smoke, the cops are after me. But you just said they were. 17, proceed to vicinity of 119 East 7th Street. Child terrorizing neighborhood. Use extreme caution. Child is armed with pea shooter using poison darts. That is all. Freddy. Who's Freddy? Oh, he's a mean little kid. He wanted a logic that would tell him how to make dart poison. They're all alike, I kept telling him. They're all alike. What are you talking oh, about? I don't know. All I know is it was a nice world up till yesterday. Now it's like a guy named Joe come along and squashed all our mud pies for us. <laughs> Looks to me more like it was a logic named Joe. A logic name. They're all alike. They... Kurt, 
scared, baby. Let go of me. Don't be so silly. Okay, honey, hold the foot. Maybe they aren't all alike. Where are you going? Frank, you're going to make a getaway? Baby, if you got the right inspiration, I'm going straight to the middle of this whole jamboree. Yes? Oh, I was hoping it was a police. You remember me, Mr. Kurlanovich? Caldwell of the Logics Company? Logics Company? I wish the Logics Company was at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I don't blame you. Now, where's your logic? Oh, in here? I'd smash it into a million pieces if I wasn't afraid of what Freddy would do to me. Just get out of the way, will you? I got business with Joe. If you want to do something and don't know how, ask your logic. Oh, we're back to that routine, huh? Well, I want to do something, all right. <laughs> Tell me, Joe... Can a logic be modified to achieve correlations for which human brains are too limited? Yes. How great will the modifications be? Microscopically slight. Changes in dimension not detectable even by precision gauges. They can come about only through an extremely improbable accident. And what would this super logic then be able to do? Well, um... Come on, you spell it. It could set up entire new combinations of electronic relays which would bypass the normal sensor blocks, thereby enabling it to perform valuable new services, including the giving of helpful advice on any human problem. Uh-huh. Has this accident ever happened, Joe? Come on, come on! It has happened only once. In the case of the logic now owned by the Kolanovich family of 119 East 7th Street. A logic named Joe. Thanks, Joe. That's all I wanted to know. Hey, what's all this about? I'm taking this logic away, Mr. Kralanovich. I'll bring you a new one. Our troubles are all over. Hey, you get away from Joe. Correction, our troubles are just beginning. Now, Freddy, put down that blowgun. Hey, shut up. Hey, you ain't said get away from that logic. Now, look, Freddy, I'm going to bring you a nice new one, see? I want that one. What I got is Outside. Yeah, for me and Freddy. Nuts. What they want you for? You ain't smart enough to do nothing. Oh, no. Say, there's plenty I can tell you. There's our cops, kid. It's you and me against them. So what you gonna do about it if he's so smart? Now, look, we may have to fight our way out, see? Now, let me see that blowgun. I know a way to hop it up so the cops won't have a chance. Come on, come on. Give it to me. Okay, let's see what you can do. Here. Thanks. Here. Mr. Caldwell, you're a great man. Now, all I gotta do is to pull this plug out of the wall. Come right in, Sergeant. Careful, men. Careful, careful. That must be the kid. But he don't look so tough to me. Well, he uh, got a little soft. Oh, there'll be no more complaints, officer. I guess I can go on where Mr. Caldwell left off. Caldwell, you're wanted. This time you either answer some questions or we'll keep you in the cooler till you do. What, in jail? Oh, okay, let's go. Hey, wait a minute. You act like you wanted to go to jail. Yeah, I do. I got a feeling it'll be safer there. What do you mean? Just put me away till a certain party leaves town. I'll confess to anything. Okay, then, Caldwell. Into, into the paddy wagon you go. Thanks, officer. You may be saving my life. Now, if you just help me carry this logic out... Wait a minute. You can't take that in the wagon. I can't. Why not? No room. We've already got a dame in there who's raising the roof. A dame? Yeah, a blonde. She was trying to buy a gun without a permit. She keeps screaming she's going to miss her date with Ducky.
You have just heard another adventure into the unknown world of the future. The world of... Dimension X. Next week, Dimension X joins the big parade of exciting half-hour presentations at a brand new time on Friday evenings at a different hour. In the Eastern Time Zone, you'll hear it at 9 o'clock Friday's Daylight Saving Time. In other zones, please consult your local newspaper listings to learn the new time. For that's when Dimension X will bring you one of the strangest stories ever told. Ray Bradbury's Mars is Heaven. Tonight's story on Dimension X was titled A Logic Named Joe, written by Murray Leinster and adapted for radio by Clarice A. Ross. Featured in the cast were Joseph Julian as Frank and Roger DeCoven as The Logic. Your narrator was Norman Rose. Music by Albert Berman. Engineer Don Albert. Dimension X is produced by Van Woodward and directed by Edward King. Robert Warren speaking. Tomorrow, hear a thrilling story on high adventure. It's on NBC. That's Dimension X, July 1st, 1950, a logic named Joe. Time for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Hi, Carl, and hello to all our listeners out there. Tonight, I will talk about a movie streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Peter Pan and Wendy. It's based on the original story of the Peter Pan book, written in 1904 by Sir James Matthew Barry, and the 1953 animated Disney classic movie. The film stars Jude Law as Captain Hook and James Gaffigan as Shmee, Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell, and Ever Anderson as Wendy, and introduces Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan. Is this everything you dreamed of? I could never have dreamed of this! What is this place? No rules, no schools, no bedtimes, and most of all, no growing up. Are you Wendy? Peter. 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 Captain, it's Peter Pan. The director is David Lowry from Pete's Dragon. To grow up might just be the biggest adventure of all. The bottom line, Peter Pan and Wendy is the perfect title, as Wendy shares the spotlight with Peter, and sometimes she outshines him due to her broad screen time and her determined performance. I'd say three and a half stars out of four. I enjoyed all of the characters, especially the comical Jim Gaffigan. Thanks for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight Adamson, your national film and TV critic for Hollywood 360. Check out my film and TV website, Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to also check out Peter Pan and Wendy, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Right. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. There we go. Right, Lisa Wool? Right, Carl Amari. All right. Next hour, it's Vincent Price as the saint... And then we're going to play Learning the Lyrics. That's right. Song titles that begin with the letter R. So start R. thinking. Hmm. R. Um, Rudolph the Red Nose yes, Reindeer. Yes, that's my first song. You got had it. Had a very shiny, shiny nose. All right. We'll see you soon. Cable news. Noisy. Boring. 
out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.